Goddag og velkommen til The Pipe. En række af podcasts, hvor Ugly sætter fokus på, hvad der skal til for at skabe brands, der gør en forskel, og hvordan brands når det mål. Mit navn er Katrine Vejby. Hvad betyder expectations economy, og hvorfor er omnichannel begreb, som alle virksomheder burde kende? I denne podcast taler vi med chairman og CEO for Ogilvy One Worldwide, Brian Fanshaw. Vi taler om, hvordan man som brand kan navigere og imødekomme forventninger i en kompleks virkelighed. En virkelighed, hvor alle muligheder er åbne med masser af kanaler og touchpoints. Hvor det gælder om at styre forventninger, snarere end altid at være til stede omnichannel, altså i alle kanaler. Vi ser på begrebet expectations economy, og hvilken betydning det har for virksomheder i dag. Og vi taler om, hvordan man kommer i gang med at arbejde med omnichannel. Først fortæller Brian Fanshaw om de største udfordringer på dette område, som virksomheder møder i dag. It's certainly a very challenging time, and here's one question that every leading marketer around the world is facing. And that question is, how do I possibly keep up with the expectations economy? And by that I mean, how do I meet the rising needs of all consumers at every touchpoint? And this challenge is, is very real. It's as a result of the disruptors like Amazon and Airbnb and Uber and Instagram and many others around the world who've created these expectations among customers that every experience is going to be always on and delivered virtually instantaneously, and it's going to operate seamlessly across all sorts of channels and touch points. And for marketers, these are, these are huge challenges, and they can absolutely be overwhelming. Why do they create higher expectations? I think, uh, Katrine, when, when people deal with an Uber, or they deal with an Amazon, or they deal with some of these other disruptive forces, they just start to expect that things will be delivered within, you know, hours or the next day. They expect that everything is seamlessly delivered onto their mobile phone and will link into their live experience in a store. So once people as consumers taste this new, more customer-centered world, instantly they expect that that's going to happen all the time. And that puts tremendous pressure on you know more traditional marketers who didn't start as a as a startup or start with a clean slate but the expectations are still there and they can definitely be overwhelming because you're talking about disruptors why disruptors why that word you know disruptors have the ability to come into a industry sector and to do something radically different and the ones that are succeeding amazon Uber, Facebook, Instagram, they go into a traditional industry and because they have something that is so overwhelmingly interesting to the consumer, often it has to do with speed or how connected the experience is or how convenient the experience is. They go in and from an absolute zero start, they create tremendous revenues, customer adoption. And what about brands that haven't quite done so well? You know, I think many, many retailers and business-to-business marketers are struggling with it. They grew up in a world where the face-to-face part of the interaction with the consumer was so dominant. You know, we would literally go to the store, 
or in B2B, we would talk to the salesperson, and that was by far the dominant part of the relationship between the marketer and the, the customer. And so they have all these legacy. They've invested so much in the face-to-face channel that they're finding it hard to get the face-to-face channel now working together with mobile channels and with digital channels. And a lot of it has to do with infrastructure and data behind the scenes where the, the data doesn't talk to each other. And it's very difficult to make the experience to the customer as seamless and as integrated as the customer would like. In your eyes, what does omnichannel mean and how should branch approach it? So omnichannel, in some senses, can be, again, overwhelming, which is to be in all channels at all the time. And our advice is to be in the channels where your customers want you to be. And this varies from product to product and from country to country. So some depend very heavily on mobile. That is certainly the biggest customer engagement channel going on around the world, and it's rising and will continue to rise. But sometimes, obviously, you want a face-to-face experience, either with a salesperson or in a store. So omni-channel has to be defined by the customer. Where do they want to go in their process? Do they want to go to search marketing? Do they want to gain most of their information on social channels? Could be Facebook or Pinterest or some local social platform. Do they want to use the mobile? Some people today still want to use direct mail or print. Some people will only complete their journey in a face-to-face channel. So these need to be custom chosen. And the way to find out which ones are important to you and to your customers is to do this mapping exercise that will show you the channels that matter the most. And uh, we believe it's about becoming obsessively customer-centric. So what do you do as a company who are feeling perhaps threatened by this or who are trying to reach everybody? There are three big steps that marketers can take, and they must become obsessively customer-centric. The first step is to choose your customers very wisely. The second step is to do a very inspired and data-driven customer journey. And the third step is to systematically improve the customer experience every day. So let me take each of these on. The first one is you absolutely have to choose your customers wisely. Which customers will you serve? You absolutely cannot win them all. It's too complex. There are too many expectations going around. You must choose your target audience wisely. You need to appreciate whether that customer segment has revenue, but also whether it has profitability, especially if those kind of customers give you a chance for them to stick around and uh, stay with you over a period of time. We, We encourage people to create a very, very rich profile, a persona, of who these customers are that they want for the future, what they think, but also very much how they behave. Because once you have this very crisp picture of who you're trying to serve, 
who you're trying to attract, who you're trying to win with, you can put all of your marketing energies around that one customer segment, uh, and that's your, your chance to win. Do the businesses know their customers well enough in order to do this, in order to know exactly what the, the customers want? I think, you know, some marketers have an incredible innate sense and a very intimate relationship with their customers, but many marketers have lost it. They've been so focused on other issues, their pricing, their products, their supply chain. They've lost the essential insight, which is to understand those customers as individuals, not just who they are demographically, but what they believe, where they get influence, exactly how they behave, which devices they depend upon, and really bringing them to life. And this really separates out the, the, the winners in the expectations economy from the people who are, are really struggling. The second essential step is to map out the customer journey, end-to-end -end picture of how your, your chosen target audience actually shops and buys and experiences your product or service. And a lot of people, a lot of marketers have little pieces of the puzzle, but they rarely have the full and complete customer journey mapped out. And the best, best marketers today have a beautiful, holistic sense of the customer journey. It's backed by data, and it highlights the moments in that journey that matter the most. So let me give you an example. In many categories, like travel, for example, you can understand different phases of how the consumer goes through their journey to buying your product and using it. And often in travel, for example, there's the people dreaming about their next destination. And then the next stage could be about discovery. They're actually looking at different choices. Should I do a cruise or an airplane trip or should I rent a property in Tuscany? Then there's the actual act of buying and booking. Then there's the act of experiencing the, the travel, the destination, and the travel experience. And then afterwards, there's a stage which is sharing that experience with others. So the dreaming, discovery, buying experience, and sharing. And this is very classic for many different kinds of categories, but it's an example of a true end-to-end -end customer journey. And what we look for is not how we wish customers would behave, but how they actually behave. In the dreaming phase, they'll often go to search marketing. They'll often read through, you know, different kinds of video content or text content. In discovery, they're looking at specific options. Uh, buying, they'll want a, uh, a very seamless and instantaneous buying experience and so forth. So every major assignment that we take on around the world for our, for our big clients, once we've chosen which clients to go after, we do this customer journey mapping exercise, and it's extremely enlightening and extremely useful because it shows exactly how the customer goes through the journey, and it shows us the moments that matter the most. Is this what's called customer-centric strategy? Is this what you would define as, as that? Yes, I think the, the whole process, number one, choosing your customers and getting to know them as individuals. 
Number two, mapping out this end-to-end customer journey. And number three, relentlessly improving that customer experience, starting with the things that matter most. And when we look at the best, best marketers around the world on customer experience, this is the kind of strategy that they deploy. And that shows up in higher customer satisfaction and better business results. Can you tell me examples of brands that do a great job with this? I think that some of the hotel chains, Starwoods has an outstanding integration between some of their mobile capabilities and their live in-hotel experience. One of our specialist uh, companies did a fantastic mobile application that allowed you to check into your hotel room with keyless entry. And by that, I mean they received a code onto their mobile phone, and they were able to conveniently bypass the lineup in the reception area and go directly to their room and open their door with a special code delivered over their mobile. So that's a very nice example of somebody who uses different channels to meet the specific needs of their most important customers. I think that's a, definitely a, a strong one. So the next two years are going to be critical to marketers around the world. This is the moment of digital transformation in so many companies. They're right on the tipping point where digital is not something on the side. It's not a special project. It's not something that lives just in the IT department. This is at the heart of their businesses. And what we're encouraging major leading marketers to do is to fight back and to win their customers. And the way to do it, they need to be incredibly selective and wise on choosing which customers to serve. They need to create a beautiful animated map of exactly how their customers shop and experience their brands. And everybody in the company needs to deeply understand who their customers are and how they shop within that category. And number three is to be obsessive, where every day when you wake up, you ask yourself, how can I take this journey for this customer and how can I make the customer experience better? This is the, the essence of digital transformation. It's not just about the technology. It's not just about the data. It's about creating better human experiences for the customers that you have chosen to serve. That's the way to fight back in this economy. Her hørte du Brian Fanshaw for Ogilvy. Hvis du er interesseret i at få mere viden om, hvad der skaber brands, der gør en forskel, kan du gå ind på ogilvy.dk/depipe og abonnere på vores podcast. 